2: Hello everybody and welcome to today's Sunday Q&A which today is brought to you from the bedroom because it's Friday afternoon and I'm just, it's busy. I've got a microphone because the acoustics near here might not be that great and besides Nick at London the Creative tells me microphones sound better, so using microphone. So it uh, gives you a change of scenery, there you go, you know, we've got the guitars on the wall, got a white smoke work, we've got Dread, um, Batman, that's a Peter Howson and that one's Kate Bush. Favorite haven't got one of them. Yeah. So busy. We've been busy doing what, Pete? You ask. Well, we've been working on this kind of um, this admission zone thing. So Shane Hardy says, he says, I think we all need to write emails to our MPs. Good idea, Pete. And Paul Dice says, yeah, write to your MP. It's worth a punt. Question it. Well, so I've done the thing to the MP. He wrote back to me, this is to do with the fact that I kind of believe that these emission zones, which are picking up all over the place, and incidentally, um, a week tomorrow, Bristol, so if you're quite a job into Bristol, into the centre, it's going to cost you zone charge now. Um, I kind of believe that. I don't think it's about the the emissions. I think it's about making money for the the local council. Oh, that green light. It's upsetting me. i put it there. That's better. Uh, I think it's about um, making money for the local council. And I think it's about trying to push new motors on us when we don't need new motors. And I think it should be based on the emissions that are coming out of the vehicle. Because otherwise we are scrapping perfectly decent vehicles in favour of brand new vehicles, which is costing a load of money and in fact costing the earth. It costs 40 tonnes of carbon to build a new van. And we're scrapping ones that are perfectly fine. So I've done the letter to the MP, we're waiting to hear back. I've also started um, a petition on change.org. And the petition is called Stop Pretending the Emission Zones Charges are for the sake of the environment. So I'm going to do a link here, which will take you to my website. And if you follow the link at the top of the website, that will take you to the emissions, if you believe Please sign it. Alternatively, I'm going to try and do a link down below in the um, in the comments, so you can hopefully follow that link. Um, I'll get better at it, and I'm going to do one separate video on what I've said to the MP in the letter, what he came back with, and you know how we get to this thing because I'm trying to push it because I kind of figure the thing is. They said, are you, are you going to like get one signature, five signatures? And I kind of went, well, if everybody like, subscribes to the channel and agrees, signs it, which ain't never going to happen, um, that's a lot of signatures. If we start to create some noise, it might delay them. It might make them think again. It might give us some kind of leeway. If they realise there's a lot of people going, hold oh, on. You're just trying to work the small businessman to line your own pockets here. It's got nothing to do with the environment. So anyway, so I'll do like so I said, do the link down below. I've done the link to the website. Um oh I need my pen. Um yeah, let's let's see where it goes. It's, fingers crossed it's gonna work. So anyway, I'll, I'll stop going on because otherwise she will you get the ump and we'll go on to this week's videos. The first one of which this week was Stop Before the Job Goes Wrong. I did fortunately stop before the job went wrong, but a couple of times I should have stopped previously, which I didn't. So that was that time I was in. I don't know if I explained myself correctly. I went to a school playground. They said, needs a tail lift that can lift one and a half tonnes. I thought, they always get it wrong because it goes on with the forks. Doesn't matter when it comes off. If it weighs one ton, three ton, it's going down. No, they got it right because I got to the school playground and all there was left over was it's kind of they'd done the playground and they'd sort of they'd done it all and it was just the bits that were left. So there was some stuff that they hadn't used, bags which were stacked on these pallets in blue shrink wrap containers. There was an oil drum on a pallet which I didn't know, and there was a fault truck waiting to go which the contractor hadn't picked up and he was going to pick up the next day. So anyway, you can watch the video if you like the link. Shane Hardy says, "Don't do it, Pete. If you hit a hurdle, ask for help or admit you can sort it." Yeah, it's kind of it comes down to the individual, doesn't it? And I've got this kind of belief that I can sort it. I don't like to ring shippers if I don't need to. I, I want to be the guy that... Any problems? No, the job's done. Everything fine? Yeah, it's fine. And I, I have driven those fork trucks before and I kind of thought... Admittedly, I haven't driven very much. But I have, to, I have driven them and I can use them. It's just... I thought If I jump in and it all comes flooding back, brilliant. And it really didn't. So I got out really quickly. Um, Brandon George said, he said, I had eight, pallet, um, eight pallets of bags of rice... The fork truck driver had gone to the mosque. When he came back, I had back, four pallets were in a warehouse and one was all over the road. So presumably you tried to take them off the tail lift and one of yours went sideways as well. So you can perfectly understand my chagrin there, you know. Um, driven by Phil says... Then, then I've looked next to me and there was a telehandler part, telly, telly, telly part there and Andy Diamond says, Can He Story, Jack and Ori. It, I know it it was. <laughs> you couldn't see the video. No, actually, will you see the video? No, you probably won't. You'll see the things. But literally, I was in a school playground with a telehandler. It was like Crystal Mace. You know, or or the the episode of the a Team where I'm stuck in the garage with um, some nitrous oxide, um, some rubber tubing, and some tennis balls, and I managed to make a tennis ball bazooka. And it was just bizarre. I thought, hang on, I can do this, and then realised very quickly I couldn't, and rang the professionals. Um, Tajesh Patel says, he said, I think you should have pushed the button the moment you knew you needed a fork, and you knew you couldn't drive it. That forky um, could have been there so much sooner had you called it earlier. This is true. This is true. I did my best to try and get it on the tail. I did get it on the tail, and I got it all the way to the top. It's just when I tried to get it from the tail into the lorry, and it started to go, I just get that sinking feeling, that feeling of I've been in this situation before and wish I hadn't, so, you know, time to call it a day. Um, Domain name guy says, "Uh, the problem with those pallets is had you tried to pull them on the tail if you would have got... you. You would have to get momentum and run at the tail lift and get the pallets on the lift. I did get them on the tail lift, even though it was on a lip. It was when I started to bring them in. And if you don't raise the pallet truck up high enough, the pallet gets stuck and the contents of the pallet falls all over the tail lift. But you could always buy a Moffitt forklift that fits on the back of your truck, which means you could take on the more difficult jobs like traffic um, gravel driveways. I hear what you're saying about the pump truck. The thing is, as I used to pump that pump truck up higher, then it starts to roll. And it's like, I'm pumping it up, it's going... Rrr. There's that shot on video on YouTube, isn't it, where the guy ends up catapulting over his own pallet truck, and the, the pallet falls off and he goes over like some kind of Russian gymnast. And I just, as it started a roll, you just no, 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 this is coming down. As for Moffat's, I thought about Moffat's, but the problem is, most of the jobs we do, 80% of the jobs we do, um require a tuck under tail lift and... Um, yeah, yeah the tuck under the tail because there's a very good chance at some stage you're going to be on a bay. And if you've got a Moffat, every time you're going to go to a bay delivery, you've got to take the Moffat off. And for the amount of Moffat jobs in comparison to bay delivery jobs, it's not worth it. That's why we don't have one. Uh, Gareth Croft says, I would have split the pallets. They're bound to have spare pallets around somewhere. <sighs> there were no spare pallets. It was a school playground. But I dare say somewhere on the school there might have been something. But then, I mean, these pallets were one half ton each. So that would have been the equivalent of me moving bags one and a half tonnes worth of bags from here to here to here to here. It could have been done. In fairness, it could have been done. That could have been another way round it as it was the forky he turned up and solved the problem. Um, Dale Steele said, one man moving a one and a half ton pallet, that's the weight of a medium-sized car, to put it in the context. They were heavy. I've done it. The thing is also, if it's on the flat, I mean, I see that thing on the telly ages ago, there was kind of... um It was um, like the Royal Marines or something like that. And they managed to, um, about 20 of them in a canoe, to to pull a battleship. But the thing is, it's getting it going. Once you get it going, you're all doing this and nothing's happening. And when it starts to move then it's easy and you just keep going like that and then it's going to overtake them so it's just getting that original momentum it's on the flat there was no gravel it was just when i got it up it's just it was unsafe so oh and dale still says 450k uh, 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 250k for a fork truck they're about a third of the price of a telehandler i don't know what you pay for a new telehandler i looked it up joe you can buy second hand ones for about 35k and i'm thinking hmm. i was thinking if i ever get it big i could actually um you know, maybe get one in pickups or something like that. And now I'm thinking, hmm, maybe I can get a fork truck. <laughs> I don't think it would be quite so practical to be honest with you. Um Steve Campbell says he's part on the trading estate in Slough. He said I've got a pickup this morning heading from Runcall. Um is this? Well, I might have put this in the wrong spot. Uh, yeah, because, oh no, he's had the same kind of disaster. He said, the default truck driver stacked a heavy pallet on top of an oversized pallet, one containing windscreens, which was lightweight, the other packed with cardboard. The strap didn't hold it, and it toppled by the time I got to Dartford. I didn't notice until I opened the curtains in front of the customers. Yeah, I've often wondered, I suppose if you don't know, you're just going to open a shoe. Sometimes if I'm not sure, like I've had once before when I'm thinking, I'm sure that curtain isn't supposed to bulge like that. I've opened up the back doors gingerly, before I've got to site and gone, ooh, I think I'll just just shuffle that along a bit before I get there. It hasn't happened often, I've got to be honest with you. I'm quite lucky in that respect. <laughs> Try and do it properly if I can. And Steve goes on to say, it's a strange, um, he said, that's strange. I collected a load of old carpets from London Excel last night. Absolute pain. Got there at 3.45, didn't get to the loading area until 9 p.m. That's the Excel for you. Um, these, um, these old carpets were going to recycling place to turn into rubber um, rubber pellets for school playgrounds. Yeah, I think they're worth a few good. These two pellets, they said, I, th- I think that the actual contents on it was worth, I don't know, three grand or six grand for rubber. Just for rubber. But, hey, what are you going to do? I suppose at least if it falls over, it's going to bounce. So, that was it on stop before the job goes wrong. I've done another one of those Life on the Road videos that kind of the local, of doing local drops. As usual, the thing's overrun, so... I've done it in two parts. The second part will come out at five o'clock on Thursday. I've already scheduled it. So if you want to see part two coming to a, a wonderful channel near you soon, or at least this one, um, TC Services, yeah, Just I seem to go from one disaster to another disaster that week. So TC Services says, Your door accident reminded me of the, the, my decorating time when I finished my day and put my big ladder on the roof and drove off and forgot to clamp it down until I went round a corner. And it slid off. Uh, uh, luckily, the guy, <laughs> the, the guy behind me was a roofer I knew, but it very nearly went through his windscreen. Otherwise, he would have a roofer you once knew. <laughs> sort of, yeah. Well, you do these things, don't you? And they kind of, um, you know, as you go. Paddy McGee says, why don't you get the rear doors properly fixed instead of bodging it with a chain that you might forget to put on? The doors work. The thing is, it's a bad door design. It's kind of got them crow's feet that click into the crow's knuckles. But rather than being on the outside like they normally are, it's on the inside of the, uh, the wood. So the thing shuts, and it does shut. where it's dropped a little bit, like I say, they do, they shut, they shut, they're fine. But maybe four times a year... Something happens and they work their way open again. So this is the what should happen four times so a year. I was just incredibly unfortunate that the time it happened was the um, the time I forgot to put the chain on. But yeah, you've got a point. Maybe you've got it. Maybe you're right. Maybe I, I think, I, I don't know. I've, I've spoke to mechanics before and they said it's a pain of a job. I kind of think, well, just be more careful, isn't it, really? Make sure that chain goes on. So like I say, the, doors, the, the chain doesn't normally do it. The doors do shut. Uh, Shane Hardy says, when your day goes from bad to worse, just keep pushing on the hand crashing their mortgage increases, but you can't, that's all you can do. What happens when you lose everything? You start again. You start all over again. Here's a video of me in a dunstable travel. (laughs) When I started this whole game, I started from nothing. I kind of, I've been kicked out of the house. I was working for a guy who then said, you couldn't work for me anymore. And I was just literally like, okay, what am I going to do about this then? Better make a go of things, and I <laughs> really <laughs> climbed out the old a little bit, still going. Uh right, we've also there's a lot more on boots because I did the one on um you know, sort of new work boots. So we've had some more more in on work boot recommendations. Longfinger says scruffs switchback is the Don. I'll check all these out. Uh Nick over at London Creator says the headies have a Vibram sole, which means that the sole can be replaced. For a fraction of the cost that Timberlands would cost, because Vibram makes shoes and soles the way the way the soles are attached it means they can be pulled off. As I've said, you can just pull them straight off and put another one on. Yeah, the old um, the Timberlands aren't Vibrams. The um, the Heelysaxons are, but they're so warm. I think I'm, I'm going to wear them so rarely. I, I think it'll take me ten years to wear them out. Um, Steve Campbell says, no idea for a video. How does Pete put a sole on his boots? I use a thing called Strumshaw which is kind of like what you do is you put tape around the outside and then you get the thing and you sort of spray it in and it's just like liquid, black liquid, and then you leave it to set and then you pull the tape off and there it goes. But um, as it is, oh, hang on, we've got more of these, haven't we? Lee Westcott says, have you looked at caterpillar boots? There is a pair of caterpillar boots that are like quite fancy, but they're kind of like eight inch, slightly like hellies. And eight inch are almost a bit too, as you try to do videos in your bedroom, you've got nowhere to put the bits of paper. Um, they're a bit too warm and a bit too high. And what you really want is six inch ankle length, very often on a ball and not too warm. But I do look at the caterpillars. I got a pair of them caterpillars because they look good, but I've got mixed reviews. Some people say brilliant. Some people went, don't touch them. So if anyone's got caterpillars, the, the big ones, let me know. And Bell Sization says, oh, he says, right, you can get that. Well, before we go on in boots, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to get the in-laws for Christmas to get me the... Timberland, but the English versions. So they're about 130 quid. The American ones, they might be, they might, they might be wonderful boots, but they're out, they're out a stratosphere price. You can keep them. So I'll let you know how the English ones go. I'll get them for Christmas, and then, but I probably won't start. I probably won't break them in until the new year, because I'll probably will be in the hills because of the winter boots. But when the snow, you know, or the cold weather goes, we'll give them a go. And finally, bell says you can get done by the police DVSa for driving in flip flops or without footwear. I personally drive in trainers. Most of the work I do is fridge work and I only have to back the trailer onto a bay, but I keep a pair of boots in the locker for places like Audi, which insists on it for self-tipping. It's a fair point. I looked it up on the internet. Actually, no, you can't get done. If you can prove, I thought it was illegal to drive in flip-flops. Apparently it's not. If you can prove that you can drive in them... That's okay. If you're driving and you cause an accident, then they throw the book at you. I presume the same works for um, bare feet. The reason I don't drive in trainers, and I've thought about it a lot, is because I know I wouldn't put the boots on. I'd just be in the trainers all the time. And like I said the other day, I put the tail lift down and dropped it on my foot. Because I thought it was at that angle, and it was at that angle. And I flipped it up, and I flipped it back down, and bang. And I thought, if I had trainers on right now, that really would have hurt. So... um, I just, you know, I've always been a boots person kind of thing, like, you know. So, anyway, I'll let you know how the new ones go when I can.
0: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more,
2: So we're now on to the wise guys. Um, Archie Milligan say, Millington says, I wonder if you can help. Um, is other work on the taco included in the nine hours driving? I stop all over the place unloading. So I'm out for nine hours delivering. I may only be delivering for six hours, but my car's been in for nine hours, if that makes sense. Right, Archie, no. The, um, the driving time... Is based on the amount of time you're driving, which will be recorded on the TACO as wheel. So if you're stopping on a multi-drop all of the time, then chances are you're not going to overdo your driving time. What you need to watch is your work time directive, which says within the first six hours from the moment you put your card in, within the first six hours, you've got to have a 20 minute break. And then afterwards, I think it's every three hours after that, you've got to have another break. So make sure that somewhere along the line you get your breaks in. But as far as driving time is concerned, you've got two things to worry about. You've got driving hours and you've got work time directive. Um, As for driving hours, driving hours only affects you driving. Uh, Steve Campbell says, um, he says, In regards to an end user customer banning me from work, are they allowed to do that if I'm not employed by that customer? I was going to mention it last week, but I was too fed up to talk about it. No, they can't, Steve. The only thing that they can do is they can turn around to the people that employ you and go, we don't like that guy, we don't want him back. And then it's down to your boss to go... You get what we give you, or okay, you know we like the contract, we'll just send him somewhere else. But um, no, they can't turn around and tell you what to do. Then they don't employ you, they don't pay you, so no, no, they can't. I don't you? You're not you're not the boss of me. You can't tell me what to do. You know. Um, and bellicisation, right? This is a question for everybody. I don't know the answer to this one. Have any of you guys or girls noticed the difference in ad blue quality? My DAF XF106 keeps bringing up engine management light and exhaust, manuf- uh, exhaust malfunction. Mine keeps going into limp mode and even DAF Aid can't seem to work out what the problem is. We had any problems with it? I just put the ad blue in and don't think about it. So, but if anyone else has had any problems or better still know the solution, if we can let um, Bexization know the answer, you know, we can get a man out of trouble, that'd be great. And now on a miscellaneous, uh, Big Frankfurt says, oh, we did a thing about shippers, didn't we, in e-quotes. Um, as a shipper, e-quotes are better because they take time away from the phones on busy days. Um, the report is, is, is by business name. We work and choose businesses who we work with often and do good jobs um, over people who quote less. So that's the kind of thing. Do the job, do the job well. As one of the guys said last week, maybe don't ring up at the beginning, maybe ring up at the end. And go, job's delivered, no problems, everything went super duper. I'll upload, I've uploaded the POD onto the um, onto the scan on the CX. You'll be receiving a hard copy in the post. Uh, please consider me for future. And if any chance you want to leave me, um, you know, a thumbs up, uh, sort of uh, some positive feedback, gratefully received. You yeah, know, don't hurt, does it? Um, Gilherm Jort says. I forgot did he to pronounce his name? Someone tell me it might have been him. Might well, have forgotten. Sorry. Um, he said I believe that it does he said he doesn't it doesn't doesn't affect the relationship with shipper, the e-quotes only. If a if a shipper knows you, an e-quote is the easiest way to communicate. You are saying I'm available to do this run. You also don't waste their time calling. I believe it's good because if they got um a bid of like 70p for go, for someone going home and they need to book another driver over you, regardless of how good the relationship is. Um, well, Yeah, so they might have a cheap bid, but they might book over you because you've got... Well, no, I think what you're saying, if they've got a cheap bid, they might book that one regardless because they've got a cheap bid, you know. Um, a shipper should always post it on the CX to see if someone is going home. And to be fair, I've been on the CX and it was a total nightmare... They always book the cheapest most of the time. As a shipper, I would post a job and people I know would simply get priority. Let's say 10% more, I'll be willing to pay them over someone else. So priority is not guaranteed. Basically, just work for whoever's willing to pay the most and you'll find out by throwing bombs left, right, and center. I think, yeah, that's a fair point. So what I'm saying, I mean, I've had that one before where people have gone, look, I've had cheaper bids, but we know you and we trust you, so we're gonna go with you. But if you're quoting double what someone else is quoting, be prepared not to get it. And I mean, we've did ones, we done ones before on people should charge the right price. Well, I've got a job today. It's, been a, it's only been the greatest of weeks, and uh, I've got a job today. First one went up to um, Bletchley to Stamont, and wife nearly went to college, art college. Well, I think she did it right with the college personally um, and then there was one going Leicester to and Buzzard I'm oh, please give it to me please give it to me it's like well, I don't know if you can get there in time I'll get there in time trust me I'll get there in time I did I got it there in time I got it off in lots of good time so but it finished in Leighton Buzzard lovely round the corner from me house It's the reason I'm home on a Friday doing this video for you give me more time at the weekend to get out of them trucks um, Sean Martin says I always viewed the CX as a networking tool they find out whether they like you and you find out whether they're penny-pinching clowns. Probably true, to a certain extent, yeah. Uh, Dan Redding says, Is it me or is it very quiet in CX? I don't normally have trouble getting jobs, but I'm struggling this week. I struggle, mate, yeah. I kind of... Monday was busy because I had one left over from last week, which was tough because I had to have to tackle every done. Done your video. And Tuesday was a disaster because of the Extinction Rebellion mob. Um, and then this week... Once or twice, I think I couldn't get a second job. You know, the first ones have been fine. Couldn't get a second job. I, that's why I was so happy to get this one that I've got coming home today. So what would you do? Get your head down, keep going. Next, you know, tomorrow's another week, isn't it? So... Uh, TC Services, he said, I've had a terrible week. Worked on Monday, but didn't earn a great deal. Then stayed away from any jobs into London because of the protests. Just remembered I had, oh, he said, I've just remembered I had a nightmare pickup. Went up to the job to collect two pallets. On arrival, I was uh, told the fork truck was broken down, but hopefully should be fixed very quickly. Outside the warehouse doors, there was another forklift just sitting there. I went, what about that one? Um, it's on higher, was the pride. After 20 minutes of waiting for someone to come out, uh, 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 then after 20 minutes, someone came out and heart- started the hired fork truck. I've been sitting there for 20 minutes, could done 20 minutes ago. First pallet went straight on, second pallet went three quarters away, and the full truck ran out of fuel. Luckily, it wasn't too heavy, and the two of us pushed it into the van. I drove, I drove off with the doors open. I did laugh um, as I left the warehouse. Hope you remember to shut the doors. Trust me, you want to keep them doors shut. Probably not with a chain. Probably lock them. That's the other thing. Mine lock, but I don't know where the key is. I didn't get it when I bought the lorry. bought the lorry second hand. What can you do? Um, yeah, bless you, mate. And remember, if you've had a disaster or you've had a fantastic job or you've had terrible directions, please stick it in the comments for next year's Alternative Courier Driver Awards, which are starting to accumulate slowly. TC Services, yours has gone in there as a contender. Um, Sunny says... Um, he said, thanks, Pete. He said, this has been, he said, this has been great for me. I recently lost my job, and I was thinking of buying a long wheelbase van and starting up as self-employed using the CX to find jobs. I suppose the harder you work in this game, the more money you'll make. Is it possible in your experience to take home £250 plus a day? When I was in a Luton van, my target was £250 for a day, and I would normally get it, and I would normally get some more. But I was in a Luton van. You're in a long wheelbase, so you'll be quoting less. Having said that, I was in a loot and van four years ago, and prices have increased slightly since then. I would say, yes, it is possible to do it, Sonny, but you are going to have to go for it. And a lot of people said, yeah, I'm going to work every hour. Good got sense. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to do this. And then they'd start work at like 10 o'clock after they drop their kids off and need to be finished by two. I would have been up at like five, four, three in the morning, driving here, there and everywhere, maybe staying out if I had to, and sometimes not getting home till seven. So you pulled away, but you put the time in, you get the odd weekend. Yes, it's more than possible to take that kind of money. But you're going to, you know, if you ain't afraid of the collar, you'll be okay. Good luck, mate. You know where we are if you need us. And then there's another son. He says, do I think that the um, circuit app is good for paper rounds? No. (laughs) It's very good for delivering in cars and vans. I think for paper rounds, you might probably just want to learn the paper round. That's, I'm not telling you that because they don't sponsor me anymore. I just don't think it is. Um, we're getting near the end now, guys. Uh, Dale Steele says, oh, yeah, because this is another thing. We're talking about the um, trusted TRST d which is our oh, trusted courier something that um, the cx have hopefully been bringing in so you can work out who's good and who isn't and apparently it's gone nowhere i don't I, if anyone knows anything more about it please let me know but dale dale still says because they wanted you want the documents update the documents every six months dale still makes a point he says six month old documents are not out of date after 12 months i submit my new documents i'm not submitting documents till then So if he turns around and says, have you got an MOT on your van? Yeah, I've got one till next year. And they go in six months time. Have you got an MOT on your van? Yeah. Told you that six months ago. They last for 12 months. Uh, And finally on the miscellaneous from Yompa. I did one on prices. He says it's different prices for different lengths of job where you're going. He He said, you tied everything with the same brush. A five mile, a 30 mile or a 150 mile an hour job are all different rates. Yeah, I know. And no, I didn't. You have a minimum price for the five mile job. The 30 mile job is probably, you know, you might be getting closer to how much a mile. The 150 mile job, you're going to have to clock your price down slightly because on longer jobs, you don't get quite the same amount. But I didn't, I didn't. I haven't rewatched the video. I don't have to. And in conclusion this week, uh, Dale Steele says, um, oh, well, Pete, what invention you've inadvertently invented. The magic carpet tail lift. It's not a bad idea, is it? Can you, you know, you have you got a tuck under towel? If, no, I've got it rolled up in the cab. Just whip it underneath, get it on there, and it will just lift up. While you're at it, though, when it's lifting up, say, so deliver it there. I still say, oh, I had a TARDIS. TARDIS is great. You can get loads of room, you know, you get loads of stock in it. You get How many planets can you fit in? It's infinite. How many do you want to fit in there? When can you be there? I can be there the day before yesterday. But, <laughs> you know, it's no good, because it hasn't got a towel lift, does it? So you have to get rid of them. Um... And finally, this week is uh, on the Yorkshireman's Daily Grind, he gets a little final thing. He says, he says, oh, but you'll get the rest of Christmas period off. Don't forget to pop down to the lorries every few days and turn them on because, um, and start them because it rains the batteries. Um, he said, if I don't do that, then when, he said, when I used to do it, he said, if I didn't start the lorries, when you go back in the new year, the lorries don't start. Yeah, I've done that before. The problem is, if you test the batteries, it takes the power out of the batteries. So boom, oh, that starts, it's like, it's like the you in the match factory, isn't it? That one works. That one works. That one works. I mean, the, only other, the other answer is a, a very long pair of um, extension cables. But yeah, I think you're right. Maybe before I go back, I might go down and say, let's see if I get time off. Who knows? But I'm praying I do. I've spent a whole year doing this. So it would be nice to have a rest. Because it's not all about taking care.
0: Parker, engineering your success.